Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Chris Rose Football Show, along with C.J. Uzama, the New York Jets, or I guess I have to now officially title him the guy I have to take out for dinner after my Browns blew a 13-point lead with a minute 55 seconds to go. Is that Will that fit on the entire resume? That's the entire thing, which that's and that's how you have to address me until that happens, maybe. So that's tough. That's going to be tough. That's, that's, a, that's a mouthful. It is. Uh, I will be in New York next week for a couple of work days. Unfortunately, I will be tied up at night, so I don't know if a lunch will suffice over dinner. But well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I, I owe think it that, to you. That, that's perfect. I think I think that'll work. Uh, I just want to let you know that the loss hurt much more than the dinner because I actually look forward to our dinner. Um, you did not play that. Did you travel that day? Because you you got I, hurt later in the week with a hamstring issue. You did travel. Yeah, I ended up traveling. Um, yeah, on Thursday I tweaked my hamstring, um, which was a bummer because I really wanted to play in that game um, for more than for more than just just our dinner. But um, yeah, I, I ended up traveling still. Did you really think you were going to win with a minute fifty five seconds to go? Um. Once. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Once. Once Chubb scored again. Like the guys on the sideline were kind of just like, did he just, did that just happen? Like that's best case scenario for us. And so like, then you, you had a little like spark of, if we score quick, then we're in this. So like, maybe we just score quick and see what happens. And then what we score in three plays maybe. And everyone's just hype. We're just like, okay, well, here it is. Like we, we're, we're probably going to win this game. Yeah. You guys recovered an onside kick after long touchdown toss to Corey Davis. I'm always curious. I, I imagine you are on the hands team, are you not? I am on the hands team, yes. What is the key to being a good player on the hands team? Because we have seen several times in the first month of the NFL season, balls bouncing all over the place. Like, why aren't why aren't teams good at protecting that anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think once it comes down to the wire, like people just kind of freak out a little bit. Um, you just have to like go off of your rules. And so people don't do that. You know, I, it even takes me back to, um, I mean, this, this is probably a sore subject for, for a lot of Packers fans, but the Pat, you know, back, back when all the Packers had to do is a recovering onside kick and the tight end took a couple steps back. He's that's not his job. His job is to go block, but that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are just like, Ooh, should I field this? Should I not field it? Should I block? Should I not? Um, and that's where people get in trouble. It's just, if you do your job, you're good. Like you should recover the, I mean, there, there are some unbelievable kicks, you know, kickers are getting kind of, kickers are getting kind of reckless out there doing some different things. But um, yeah, if you do your job, you should be, you should in theory be fine. Have you ever recovered an onside kick? Um, I have not recovered an onside kick. No, I've blocked for, for a couple of onside kicks. Have you ever had one hit off of you or anything? No, no. Oh. I'm locked in. I'm locked in at that point. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing, I'm, I'm messing my job up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because your two wins have come on the road against AFC North competition where you have been down by double digits in the fourth quarter. It just happened this past week uh, in Pittsburgh. 
in Zach Wilson's first game, made a couple of big time throws to set you guys up and you end up winning with less than 30 to go. Um, should we see Zach Wilson differently than maybe we did a year ago? Um, yeah, I mean, this, this game was insane. Um, and shout out to shout out to him. Shout out to Corey. Corey had an unbelievable fourth quarter. Um, yeah. he made, he made some unbelievable catches. Uh, yep. Conk right there with a third down this, this play, that play right there that was just shown, that is one of the more impressive throw catches that I've seen. Um, just because, I mean, look like the concentration that he had, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, that, that was, that was impressive. Um, but yeah, you know, I think, you know, it was, it was Zach's first game back. Um, you know, the fourth quarter, when the fourth quarter hit, he was, a, he was a completely different person. And he, he even says it, he was like, yeah, I just like, it, it, it clicked, you know, and, and you have to think, um, he hasn't played what we call, I mean, meaningful football since mm-hmm. last year, you know, he had a, he had the first preseason game that, and he had two drives and he hurt himself and then he, he missed everything up until this point. So, um, we didn't hundred percent expect him to come back in and be like, all right, nice. Like I'm going 30 for 30 and five touchdowns. So, so it was good to see him, you know, it was good to see him comfortable back in the pocket. It was good to see him just extend plays and it's good for the skill position guys to be like, Oh, Oh yeah, no, this, this play is not over. Like we have to, we have to get some separation and, and make something happen, you know, when he extends the play. So it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun to see him out there and, and, it was my first time playing with him with meaningful football as well. So um, I, I think, you know, that, that should be things to come, um, you know, especially since we're, we're starting the division this week. I know that you listen, there's nothing better than playing at home, particularly in an NFL game, the crowds on your side, it's hype central, all sorts of stuff. But like I saw Stefan Diggs and Buffalo have a last and win at Baltimore and he's on the sidelines waving goodbye to all the fans, basically telling me get the fuck out, go home, stuff like that. Those were his words, not mine. Um, how much fun is it when you win on the road? Do you do you talk shit on your way out? Um, hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not actually much of a shit talker until it's provoked. Like I there are certain times where I, I'll talk my shit. Like if I'm just like, all right, if I'm having, if I'm, if I'm doing something that I'm like, all right, I'm about to, I'm about to, it's about to be one of those games and then, then for sure. But it is, there's, there is nothing more satisfying than winning away. You know, it, it's fun to be able to win. I mean, should I go back to last year and winning a playoff game at home? It's insane, right? The atmosphere is, it's, it's amazing. And it is, it's, that's, that's the, one of the greatest feelings to go into someone else's home where their fans are just going absolutely crazy and to just suck the life out of them is it's insane. Like that to me is like, look at you guys, you guys thought is what you did. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm with them. I mean, I, I understand what he's talking about and especially to go into Pittsburgh a place I've played eight times now there. Um, it's that is, that's very satisfying. After a game, do you go, um, do you go seek out guys you may not know very well, but you competed against the entire time? Maybe it's a linebacker you had to block a bunch of times or was covering you the entire time. Do you go find dudes? Yeah, I talk to – usually I go up to the DNs and, and say what's up to them and, and you know, tell them good game. Um, you know, I went up to Alex Highsmith last week um, and said what's up to him and just, you know, it's always like a, hey, you're – have a player, respect the hell out of you. 
stay healthy, keep doing your thing type thing, you know, mm. um, and, and just move on from there. It's that, unless I know them, it's not too much talking after that. It's just kind of like respecting their game and, and then, um, you know, hoping that they stay healthy. Got it. Well, the week before, I'm sure there was more than just one guy you sought out. Uh, you ended up losing a home game against your old team, the Cincinnati Bengals. I saw you hugging it out with, with Joe. Brr. Uh, how was that whole experience? Was that good? Was that, solid? Yeah, that was good enough. That's fine. Good enough. Um, how was the whole experience? Um, yeah, it was nuts. It was, uh, it was, so I, I told you, I wanted to play Cleveland. I, I really wanted to play in that game just because there's, there's, you know, a, that's someone you played against, you battle against 14 times, 15 now. And it's just like, gosh, I, I really wanted, I wanted that one. Um, and, and the Cincy game was more of a, I get to play against my guys. Like this is going to be a fun game because it's playing against my, my, you know, my brothers for, for the past seven years. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was, um, you can't really put it too like the feeling too much into words just because uh, it, it was, it was such a special um, game for me to be able to play and, and um, compete in. Uh, and then just seeing everyone pregame, postgame, during the game, during the game, I cut Sam Hubbard and he like <laughs> immediately, like right when he gets cut, like right when I cut him, he goes, fuck you, CJ like mid play. And we're just like, I'm smart. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Like, yeah, I expected that to happen. Um, I expected you to say that. So yeah, I think just like things like that, where it's just like, you're really like, you're really trying to like big brother your guys, you know? Um, so, so it was, and it was fun. It, it was, a, it was a good time, even though we lost, it, it was, it was a fun experience for sure. Was he mad, mad at you or just, he knew it was coming. Oh yeah. No, it was just like a, it was like, it was just like, I kind of figured this was eventually going to happen. Must be weird. It is. It, it, it was. So I think seeing the coaches was kind of, was something that I was like, I wonder how this is going to go, you know? And, and um, it, it's, you know, you leaving a team, a player leaving a team, it's never like a coach. It's it, for the most part, unless there's like bad blood in the water, which there wasn't right. Like I love those guys. I love the coaches. I love the players. There's no love lost with that. It's, it's, you know, with the business side of it, it's the agent talking to the upper, you know, upper management, whatever the owners, et cetera, GM. So, um, I was like, man, I wonder how the coaches are going to like, how, like, what's, what's the relationship going to be like with the coaches and, um, talking to every single one of them, you know, it was just like, man, love you guys, miss you guys. Um, chatted up about formula one with brian callahan the the oc like just because you know we, we got into that together um or i was in it and then he started watching it etc like things like that it was just like nice like we still have this like fun relationship that we can have um you know off the field on the field obviously i'm i want to win i you know we're going for blood but um yeah it was uh that that to me was something that i was like oh i wonder how this is going to be like i wonder how I wonder how Darren Simmons, who Darren and I got really, really close. He's a special teams coach. I wonder how he's going to react. Because last year we played Tennessee um, in, the, in, the, in the playoffs. And Randy Bullock is the kicker there. And he was like, I'm, we're not going to, like, do not talk to Randy. Nobody talked to Randy until after the game. Like, we're going to, he played in Cincy for two and a half years, two years. And we're like, just cold shoulder him. Don't talk to him until after the game. And we're like, all right, like cool this is great 
And I sent him a text and I said, I swear to God, if you Randy Bullock me, I will beat everyone's ass. Like <laughs> This is not going to happen. And so I was wondering what, what that interaction was going to be like. And it was great. I um, ended up going, say, going to say hey to his wife and, and hugging her and, and seeing, you know, some people's families. So, yeah, it was again, it was super unique. It was super um, uh, it, it was a very special um moment for me to be able to to be in that situation to be in that position to play against you know the 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 guys that I grinded with for seven years what Burrow tell you uh yeah we talked a little bit we talked more than I thought we were going to talk you know you know I guess to be honest but um yeah we were just we said some things just like you know how you doing how's it going how's, how's the season et cetera et cetera I told him because he we he did an interview and he was like yeah we we haven't talked um since we left and since I had left and we haven't um but I did text him and I was like hey bro you telling everybody like we haven't talked I tried to text you you jackass like when you got hurt um when he had he had you know a little surgery during camp right and so we talked about that a little bit you know he was like yeah my bad like I just I was getting hit up like no other and I was like yeah I figured um but yeah we talked about that and just staying healthy and and how he was feeling from that and um just like telling him how much I missed him and 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 you know appreciated him okay cool yeah well uh, a few days later they had a Thursday night game where they busted out the all whites what'd you think yeah those are those are clean I, I, aren't they I gotta talk to I gotta talk to one of the equipment guys there and, and try to just snag me one of those um <laughs> Because those those are that is a that is a clean clean uniform. Might be the best alternates we got because there's a but you guys have a black helmet right? We do yes. Yeah, I got the green one up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's a bunch of like the Saints just wore a black helmet overseas. Yep. So I know the Cardinals are busting one out, but these are going to be tough to top. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, and and I think I think the Cincy helmet is pretty just. Mm-hmm. nice in general with the stripes with the tiger stripes so you add that white to it and that is that is a very that's a crispy look it is it is did you watch that game that thursday night game i did uh, i i missed some of it i was kind of in and out but i i watched the majority of it yeah did you see the two a hit yeah that was that was nuts Th- i think that was, that was crazy yeah i think it's important for people to kind of understand I think we as fans, we look at it and we're like, okay, we know there's that independent neurologist that's on the sidelines. I imagine you have been dinged up since they had one. What what happens? I actually have been fortunate enough to not oh deal with that. Okay. Um yeah, I've I've been I've been very blessed in that regard. Um, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure like how that process goes. Um because I know, you know outside of that you you take the baseline you know test that that everyone takes and um i haven't had to do anything outside of that so i am not sure how that process is and and yeah really how that how it happens that he's allowed to play like just being completely honest like that is um you know you 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 watch the i mean everyone everyone watches the game and you're kind of like from last week and you're like oh whoa like this guy good like you know I, i shoot if if someone says, Hey, you can go play. I'm going to play. Like I, there's, I'm not going to be like, mm, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to sit this one out. Um, so it's like, yeah, the competitive me, I'm like, good, definitely go out there and, and, and do what you got to do. But 
the 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 fan in me the the you know the teammate in me is like i don't know man like that looks looks pretty bad you know i don't know if we should be risking this guy going back out there right now so yeah i don't know that's that's i'm not sure how that process goes but that 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 looks pretty bad all right so if we could create something from scratch like i understand it every football player i've ever talked to nobody has ever been like yeah my head's ringing right now like i don't want to go back in i haven't met that guy yet right so it's almost like we as a sport have to save you from yourself do you have do you want teammates to tell you to look you in the eye and be like yo bro stay or do you want family members do you want i mean we'd love it if we have full faith in the organizations to do it but their jobs to win football games yeah yeah and that's that's where that's where like the that's where it gets tough because you like would i want someone to say that to me no like no i'm I'm going out there i want to battle with my guys um I just, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see the process of, um, you know, that baseline, because that's the thing that's kind of, you know, you can kind of, you can play around with, I would imagine as a, as a, as a player, like, oh, maybe I, um, you know, maybe I'm like hyper-focused right now, or maybe I'm not as, you know, certain times we do it too, like, I had to take mine at 7 a.m. or 7.15 in the morning. And I'm like, I just roll out of bed. Like, I'm I'm not awake. I am, I am like trying my best to be awake right now. But whoa, you know, this is, you know, I'm not supposed to be here till 10. Like, I, I wasn't expecting this. Um, but but other than that, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough um, line, too, because there's certain times where I, I remember I hurt my shoulder and I'm like laying down on the ground. Cause I'm like, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't feeling great, you know? And then I get up a little bit and I'm hanging my head and my shoulder and the trainers come over and they're like, Hey, like we gotta, we gotta try to like evaluate you for a concussion. I'm like, no, it's not my head. It's my, it's my shoulder. Like we're good. And like, I, I promise you we're fine. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're good. And maybe, maybe a guy just says like, yeah, it's my shoulder. It's not my head. Like, all right, well, you're fine. Go ahead. So I don't know. It's, it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting topic that I, I don't have the answer to. I, I, I wish I did, but um, something like that and, and, and the severity of that is, is kind of obviously what raises a lot of questions. I'm just curious, like if your parents would ever step in, I mean, if they ever came to a game and they looked and you're like, they're like, you're not, I'm not talking about during the game. I'm talking about post game. Right. They're like, maybe something's not right here. I mean, would you want that? Um, I don't know. I mean, my parents ask me every, like, if I have a scratch, my parents are like, what is that? Like, what just happened? Why are you limping? I'm like, I'm, what do you mean, why am I limping? I just played a 60 minute football game. I'm sore. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you kind of got to keep the parents out of it because they're always going to want to protect their, protect their babies, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, no, no shot. I think I think it I think anything that has to be done has to be done within the NFL and the NFLPA and, and um you know it has to get resolved through that. Um unless like you said, maybe it's a teammate where it's like, yo, this is really, really bad and I can it's noticeably bad. Like we gotta we gotta maybe 
tempo you a little bit or like maybe you should just see doc just to like check in or something um but other than that now nah, like keep keep family friends out of it okay just making sure yeah yo what up guys producer dan filling in for producer rob here i just want to let y'all know that the nfl action is in full swing at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl we're talking touchdowns big plays and even bigger wins new customers can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can get their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlay actions once per game all season long. You just got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FOOTBALLSHOW to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code FOOTBALLSHOW only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The international series have started started last week with the Vikings and Saints. It'll continue this week with the Packers and the Giants. You uh, actually played over in London several years ago with the Bengals. I imagine for a guy like you, you ate that up. Insane. It was awesome. Um, yeah, no, I, I. some people don't like it. Some of the guys don't like it, I think. Um, just because of logistics of going over are, are sometimes a little tough. And um, should I remember my first time we, we, we played over there twice. Oh, okay. um, first time we played Washington and we, we ended up tying. Um, oh, yes. That was the famous Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins tie. That was the, had one of those last week. Yep, yes. It was, it was, it was the tie. And it was, uh, we're really just like, we came all the way over here really just to tie. Like, this is like, I know, I know these guys, I know, you know, Europeans are kind of used to that with soccer, but like, come on, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, that was, so that, that first taste of it was interesting just because, you know, we're, we tried to do, um, a team activity and there's no police escorts. So the traffic there with the team was oh. the team buses. It was, it was a nightmare. Like we get there, it took like an hour and a half, an hour, 45 to get there. We only ended up being there for 45 minutes because we're like, we didn't take into account the, the traffic, you know? And so, the, the first time was kind of a nightmare and, and I didn't enjoy it too much just because of that. And we, we drew and the ride back, we're just like, wow, this is pretty terrible. Um, but the second time it, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for, for me to be like, all right, let me take a step back and just like actually enjoy this moment for a second and realize that we're playing in Wembley and um, you know, the, the, uh, the history that comes with this stadium and, and the fact that um you know, the, the fans there, they're just looking for football for the most part. Like they're obviously team guys and, and um, fans and people that come that are like, oh, nice. Like, this is my team. But you look and you see just the most rainbow filled color rush, you know, stadium ever. Like, oh, these people are just here for a good time. They're just here for some football. And you got to like, you just got to love that. You're like, wow, this is this is fun. So, um, yeah, no, it. it for me, I, I I soaked in every moment of that second game of just being on being on the pitch. It's the pitch. Mm-hmm. You're all, you're not on field at that point. You're on the pitch, and and you're really embracing the atmosphere of of you know all these Europeans just yelling the entire time. Um, and yeah, just kind of looking up and being like, wow, like Chelsea played here. You know, like Drogba scored here. This is insane. This is an awesome experience. So yeah, I. I you know, I, I'm hoping that I get to experience that again. 
Did you get to uh, enjoy the city at all while you were there? Or did you guys get in so late in the week that that wasn't possible? We actually did. We actually, um, we took a tube, um, took the tube from Wembley to uh, London um, because we did, we got in, we immediately went to practice and then we had, um, we had a, a several hours before our meetings. And so I remember, um, I think it was Ryan Hewitt and myself, maybe I think Kumaro was there too. Jake Kumaro, he plays um, now for the Bills and we all, we tubed into the city um, went to go see Big Ben, uh, just like walked around for a little bit, just to, just to do it, just to say we did it. Um, and yeah, and then we went back. It, it was, it was a very quick trip, um, into the city when we were there, just cause we were like, we're not missing meetings for this. You know, I, they were relying on me to, to figure out the travel of the tube and like where to get off. And I was like, guys, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm the one that we should be relying on for this, but we'll figure it out. And it was pretty seamless, but um, yeah, it was, it was very short lived. How much international travel have you done? A fair amount. Yeah. I imagine um, that passport's been stamped a little. It, it, it's been stamped. It's been stamped a fair amount. Um, yeah. I've been to, been to London without um, playing football with my parents Austria, Germany, Belgium, Holland, a, a fair amount of times going to Holland, actually. Um, Italy, Italy for uh, one of my former teammates, Gio Bernard's wedding, which was oh. a, an incredible, an incredible time. Like Lake Como, it's like top 10, top five, maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I've been, I've been a fair amount of times for sure. Where, if you could go to one place right now, just pick it. Anywhere on the globe, where are we going? On the globe. Mm -hmm. Wow. You've been I, to Amsterdam? I have. I've been to Amsterdam probably like 11, 12 times. Okay. Um, and I, I love Holland. Holland is probably, when I'm done playing football, I, I kind of would like to live in Holland for six months. Hmm. um it's a beautiful place the people beautiful. are beautiful the the food is amazing everyone's biking around everyone's yeah you fit. walk everywhere you bike. Yeah, yeah it's it's just it's such a and and really the outskirts of amsterdam are really really amazing like utrecht and like all these other small pockets of cities rotterdam um they're they're really they're really cool spots and and i enjoyed it a lot so that's something that i i would like to do um we'll see if i'm able to do it but um if I had to choose right now, it'd be somewhere I haven't been and it'd be Australia and New Zealand. Like I, I it would, I'd be going back and forth between those two places. Um, I hear amazing things. So yep. I, definitely, definitely one of those two places. Have you been? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been to all. First of all, my wife's not a big flyer. Oh my God. Who's that? This is my dog. He just woke up from his nap. <laughs> Who is that? We love dogs on these shows. Um, let's see. Hey, give me a hug. Oh, oh my god. Thank you, buddy. Oh. I appreciate it. Okay. Holy right. smokes. No, all right, you're not a lap. He thinks he's a lap dog. All right, bro, you gotta get down. No, he can chill. He can chill if he as long as you're good, we're good. All right, he's still right. stay here for a little bit. Absolutely. What I, I need a name and a breed. First of all, that's not a horse, right? No, this man's slobbering everywhere. Um, <laughs> no, his name is Appa, and he is a St. Bernard poodle mix. Oh my um, God. He is two years old 
and he weighs like 115. <gasps> yeah, he's a big he's a big boy. Holy smokes, how much does he eat? Um, he eats like so I feed him probably like the not recommended amount of food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I feed him I feed him a fair amount and the crazy thing like he eats once a day though like he he doesn't eat breakfast like his food's still in there and it's probably all right all right now you gotta get down too many kisses your breast smells bad um but he, he it'll be it'll it'll be pretty much like the 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 cut or his bowl is full of food and he'll just he'll smash it and for dinner um and it's a lot like it's food gets pretty expensive <laughs> i love it god yeah. what an awesome doggy Love he's a good, that. He's a good boy. Um, so I was saying that my wife doesn't love to fly. Okay. So we haven't, like, we, we've been married 25 years now, and we have not gone to Europe together. It's such a bummer. I've gone, I've gone a bunch for work. Okay. But she just, you know, for a while, she was like, well, the kids are too young. I can't, we can't leave them for 10 or 12 days. But now our youngest is a junior in high school. So I was like, I'm just running out. Like he's gonna be gone in a couple of years. We are going. We're going places. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Wait. Okay. So two things. One, when that happens, I'm I I would be honored to meet you over there. Oh. Not not just you know like I, I'm gonna let you, it's gonna be you all's travel, but oh, I hear you. I'll just meet you over there and be like, oh well, sorry, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. Hey, I gotta make Christmas. I want to take her to Amsterdam. That's because I I spent two weeks there. Do you remember NFL Europe? Oh yeah. Oh look at this. We got Aaron Judge trying to set the record. Oh, let's go. Hopping it. American League record. American League record. Right, right, 62 right, right. Homers. Um, he's almost as big as your dog, by the way. Oh, he's a, he's 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 a large he's a large person. Hey, dude, you there's defensive ends you block that aren't his size yeah no he's he's a giant he's a freak there are so many baseball right now is so like i love talking baseball in the locker room with mike white because mike white's just like he loves baseball and talking to him about about aaron judge and what's going on and like in the mlb he's like oh this is like this is unheard of mm-hmm. like this is it's ridiculous that that he's he's hitting the way he is right now who is he a fan of so he, he he's a fan of the Yankees because Nest, uh, he and Nestor Cortez played together. They played baseball, high school baseball. They played, I think, yeah, travel league together. Oh, so he's from Florida, Mike White. He is. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so he he's a fan of the Yankees, um, because of that, and I think he also I forget who they're playing. Somebody, uh, I think. I think one of the pitchers for Tampa he also played oh. with. Um, so he's he's fans of players, but I think right now he's he's big Yankees guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's oh God. Dang. One first pitch, ground ball is shortstop. I was hoping we would see a little history together. Yeah. Nope. Oh well. It's okay. So okay. let's get back to the whole travel thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm in. You want to meet in Amsterdam? I want to do that. Although she says, you know, I haven't been to Spain. Spain mm. sounds interesting. I would like to take her to Italy, but she wants to go to the Greek Isles. I think. Uh, have you done that? I have not. Um, but that sounds like a that sounds like a very romantic like, husband wife thing yeah. to do. 
Yeah, no, no, we wouldn't meet you there. We'll meet you. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'll let you. Yeah, we can go to we can go to Spain. Go to Barcelona. Yeah, have you been to Barcelona? I've been Barcelona. It's it has a beautiful beautiful place as well. Okay, see, I've heard people are split on Spain. I had a good time there, dude. You could have a good time anyway. Let's be honest. (laughs) So, okay, wait. Where's your favorite place that you've been? I loved. So I had a chance to cover the British Open when Tiger was kicking everybody's ass and we stayed in edinburgh okay a couple of times that place rocked i loved it i loved it there i thought that was really fun okay i i haven't done enough as an adult i went to italy as a kid um when i was like 13 and i was pissed off that we were in italy because i was missing the ncaa basketball tournament back home (laughs) i was like mom dad they're like shut up look at the coliseum yeah "Yeah, "Mm -hmm." but ohio state's playing north carolina today (laughs) shut up <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, look at the ruins. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I did Italy. I did Pompeii when I was a kid. And I Ooh. thought that was cool because there was like one of the mummies that was like dug out of the ash or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, from Mount Vesuvius. So I thought that was cool. But I hadn't done I haven't done enough as an adult. And I'm not gonna blame my wife for it. But yeah, no. I, I think it's funny how like you just said, like as kids were, you know, or even in high school, we're just kind of like even if we go on a trip, we're just like the opportunity cost of this trip sucks without thinking like, oh, wow, we're like we're in we're in Italy doing this. It's like I'm, I'm really missing this right now. I'm really missing watching like the NCAA tournament yeah, for, for a building. Yeah. Like that's how we think about it. So this old building, like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 funny. But I've got a very small sweet spot left. Like I can still travel, not um you know, I could still fly 10 hours and be okay. Like, but if, if I wait much longer, it's going to get to the point where I'm like, my back's killing me, all that sort of stuff. I'm like that now on like a two hour flight. I'm like, all right, I got to stand up and stretch real quick. When you guys fly, do you guys fly like wide jets and stuff? Um, Don't you? What do you fly? Yeah, I mean, one of like the one of like the yeah, like one of the bigger um, bigger planes for sure. I think I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not too familiar. Not not an airline guy. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I I I wouldn't 100 percent know. Like the wide wide bodies, like in economy, how many uh, seats is it? Does it go two and then three and then two, or is it just three and three? What's it look like? Um, I think it goes. It's either it's either two three one or like two two two. I think it's like no, hold on. It's either like two three one or one three one. An economy. Oh, okay. Well, you got plenty. Do you have a whole row to yourself? I am in first class. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay, my oh. bad. My oh. bad. <laughs> that's what i'm like trying to think about it i'm like i actually don't know how do i say this without sounding like an idiot um yeah i don't i don't don't know listen bro you are worth what somebody will pay you (laughs) my buddy john sally taught me that a long long time ago he goes chris it doesn't matter what anybody out there what fans think you're worth what he goes you are worth what one corporation is willing to pay you there it is so that's in the contract, right? No, that's just that's a 
I think it's usually a team thing too. Once you get past a certain, or depending on the amount of players that you you have over a certain year and tenure, um, you get moved to first class. Um, so who's up there with you? Um, well, so that's the thing. The plane has to be like a pretty big plane because there's there's a fair amount of us. It's um, the three captains are always in. So even if you're not tenured, you're you're going to be a, you're going to be in. Okay. Um, and then it's myself, uh, Joe Flacco, um, McDermott, Corey Davis, um, Connor McGovern. Okay. And then I don't look at uh, LaMarcus Joyner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Like I'm in my own, but like, so right when I walk into the plane, I like, I'm, I walk across the aisle and I just sit down and I just, everyone else goes to the wayside. I'm like, all right, I'm in my bubble. Let me like lean my chair back a little bit and just turn a movie on and eat my Chick-fil-A and be in my zone, be in my space. Um, so I don't really look too, too, too much outside of that. I know some of the, some of the guys, like my core group of friends sits in a, in like the economy S area, whatever. And we're in a group chat together and, um, like it's unbelievable we're not in first class right now um and i was like i was like guys like i wish i was back there with you and they're like shut the hell up you and your ivory tower talking to us yeah. like are you kidding me um and, and there back, are times say, send back a chocolate chip cookie or something please. right yeah like i just want to be like here hey here's the headphones that i get to use like i know you guys have to you know try to figure out your own plug-in situation um but yeah it, it's it's good it's good banter to have with them Oh my gosh. That is great. I love that. Do you have assigned seating or do you just take whatever's open? It's, it's assigned seating. So it's, it's great. It's like a, it's an incentive for us to win because so all the coaches sit first class. Right. Um, and I, I didn't know that was the, I didn't know that was how it worked. Um, in other, in other places, it's kind of like, you know, you got the head coach, you got the, um, coordinators, and maybe like a couple other people and then um you know some of the other position coaches and they they're the ones that sit in the economy um and so when we win it switches so all the coaches doesn't matter who they are gm it doesn't matter like all of them are in in an economy and then everyone else gets to, uh, gets promoted to first class and so that's like a I, I didn't know that was how it was initially which is why that that text message chain you know, came about to begin with. Uh, and then once we won the the first away game against your Browns, that was the first thing that was said and everyone's excited. Everyone's like, yes, here we go. We're all in the front. Like I get out of my seat to go like hang out and talk to everybody. Um, and then the first thing that was said after we win by one of the players was, fuck yeah, first class. First thing, didn't even like, like clock hit zero. <laughs> first class that's all that's on his mind and i'm like wow if that's not an incentive for winning an away game i don't know what is that is great very funny so yeah. Salah's kicking it back in economy kicking it back in economy all the all the boys are up there damn yeah i love that no i think it's i think it's cool how 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 that's done that's really good yeah i like that um one or two more, more things before we let you go and uh, take care of your horse back there. Uh, this week, you've got Miami. 
But then next week you are at Lambeau, hmm. which I imagine you couldn't have played too many times up there with the Bengals. Maybe played once, once, I believe once. Uh, was it different? Because, you know, a lot of football stadiums, listen, let's be honest, it's 100 by 53 and a half or whatever it is. They, it's, they're not baseball stadiums, right? They don't look different. Right. But that place feels, I've been there, it feels different. Does it not? Yeah, it's, it's I think um, the two places that I've been in that, that are very unique to me are um, Lambeau and New England. Um, and to me, it's, it's because you're driving through a neighborhood mm-hmm. and then stadium. And you're just like, like you're on a bus and you're like, all right, well, where is it? Where are we? Like we're in, we're in my old subdivision. And then all of a sudden there's a plop to stadium. And when you're driving through, especially, you know, New England as well. New England was a very fun experience. The, the, the first time that I had played there. Um, but playing in, playing in Green Bay, driving down those, like the rows of houses that are just green and yellow, people playing cornhole, you got cheese everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's just like everywhere you look, someone threw up green and yellow and like everyone's outside. They know that it's the away buses more than likely they're flicking you off. You got little kids flicking you off. You're just like, wait, hold on. What? You're supposed to be nice. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's different. I, I, I enjoyed the first time that I play there. I'm, I'm sure that I'll enjoy this time as well. Um, but it is a very, like you said, it's very unique because most of the stadiums are, they're in a city. They're, a lot of them are on a, like, you're just programmed. Oh, nice. We're going to the stadium. It's on, it's probably on a body of water. It's in the city. Um, cool. Like, awesome. Great. And then you got this one where it's just like, we are, we are nowhere near anything except for a bunch of like people that are passionate about their Packers football. So. Do they, um, cause I remember Randy Moss when he played for the Vikings caught the touchdown and then faked the mooning because he said that all the away fans moon you on your, when you're on your way out of town or something, you didn't have that experience. Did you? I didn't, I didn't see that one. That was, that was, that was something that I must've missed. No, no, no bare asses. Okay. Yeah. Um, finally, not sure if you watched the Monday night game between the Niners and the Rams, but during the game, some idiot fan ran on the field and Bobby Wagner lit his ass up. Yeah. Fair game or no? Yeah, that's like if you go back to that looks like a little bit of a helmet to helmet to head there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he got flagged. Uh, He's gonna get fined by the NFL for using <laughs> his helmet. Look, I mean that's helmet to the face. Like I don't I I don't know. You know it's one fair game. 100 percent fair game. Like I like I think like what one what's that guy doing but two like just get just i mean that is look at that that is straight you 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 got to know that's probably coming right like i've never thought to myself i'm about to like hop onto this sporting events whatever and like what just show myself off but like that is that's something that's kind of like that's satisfying to me that has to be satisfying as a player to be like yeah i just crushed this guy like, yep, that's that's me. The crazy thing about that is, though, I don't know if you did you watch the entire game? I watched most of it. Yeah. After that, after that transpired on like that spot on the field was like dug up. Like I'm watching and, and I didn't know I didn't know 
this had happened until I checked Twitter. Um, Cause I was like, what is that? Like, what is that big ass mark? Like on the field, like what? That must've been when they took him down whatever. And then I look on Twitter and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, like Bobby Wagner hit this guy. So yes, that, that is, that's what left the mark there. Um, but it was insane to me that that just, it was just like that the entire rest of the game. Um, but yes, full, yes, full go. 100% yeah. okay to do. You're an idiot. It was funny because my uh, I was watching the game with my son, and he goes, "Dad, is that is that assault by Bobby Wagner? Because it's on a citizen." I was like, "Not if the citizen's trespassing his ass." Oh, yeah. that's legal. You know what's crazy is I've actually never thought about that before. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, I might as well just hit the guy. Like, what are we what are we doing out here? Wow, wow, your son. Look at him. Yeah, that was good thinking on his part. 100%. That's how we try to raise them around here in the Rose household. <sighs> I first time that. anybody's actually came up with some sort of thought like that. So good right. job. <laughs> right. We'll take one. Um, listen, always great catching up with you. Goes too fast. I'm happy we got to meet your pooch. That was awesome. Yeah. I love your Jets and Chelsea football club signs behind you. Appreciate nice. it. Appreciate it. Trying to, just trying always... to get like you. Trying to get like you. That's all right. It's, you know, it's just, it's kind of a mess back here, but. You know, I do have my Jets representation up there. I like it. Wherever it is. There it is. Yeah, right there. Right there. And hopefully we'll get to at least have lunch on me and hopefully dinner in the near future. And I'm going to start uh, looking at my overseas travel as well. Yeah. I yeah. A lot to do. Definitely check into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll ask, I'll ask Twitter where we should go to lunch mm-hmm. um, and I'll let them decide. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. It's on me. So, you know, eat well, starve yourself that day. No, no, no. Um, we'll tell we'll tell Twitter to take it down too. We're not we're not trying to go. I don't know what the most expensive place is, but we don't need to go five star. <laughs> I got it would get we'll get a little hole in the wall or something. Oh, stop. I'm happy to treat you wherever. You you won fair and square. Can't still believe it, but you know that the that teams that had won teams that had been up 13 points with a minute 55 to go had won 2,229 consecutive games until your Jets came back against my Browns. Do you know who was the last team to blow a game in that scenario? I'm going to go ahead and say the Browns. That's right. My Browns <laughs> in 2001. They lost to the Chicago Bears. That is – that is that's absolutely insane. Well, I mean, I forget what exactly was being said – but like there was a stat that came on the TV, like everyone was like, oh, yeah, this was the last time, last time the Browns started, you know, 2-0 and was blah, blah, this was going on and that was going on and this was going on. And then all of a sudden, didn't happen. <laughs> Did not happen. So, it was 1993, by the way, the last time the Browns started 2 When but I was born. Coming? Yeah. Before you were born? That was when I was born. The year I was born. Oh, okay. Yeah. Woo! Thank God. That makes me feel so much better. Yeah, All right, good luck this week against Miami and then next week against Green Bay. We'll catch up in a few weeks. We'll chop it up then, okay? Awesome. Sounds great. For our outstanding one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke, and for CJ Uzama, I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Football Show with CJ Uzama. Peace.
Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.